0: Thank you, Brother Don. And on first, I'd like to thank everybody from Win Baptist. Um, it's, it has it's been a great pleasure to be here um, these past two months, and I know uh, speaking from Kendall as well, it's um, it has it's been exciting and it's been just a joy to just be with all these students, and uh, we really thank you, and uh, we just. You know, we we couldn't have asked for a better summer, and it feels like we just got here yesterday. Like, I, I was looking, I was looking at the calendar. You know, in in me and Kendall's in our office, uh, I have a calendar and I cross off the days. And I'm like, when the first uh, month of June went went by, I was like, man, I was like, we're already halfway done. And then like last week, we were looking, and we were like, man, we only have one more week. It doesn't even feel like we've been here for two months. But it's been a great two months, and I know that we will definitely be coming back to Win Baptist, because it will always have a place in our hearts. And I just want to thank you all for welcoming us, and uh, just always being there. And uh, the kids have been great, and it's, it's always been, it's been a big blessing. So I just want to thank you for that. And so tonight, if you would, would you please turn to Ephesians 4, and we're going to be in... Ephesians of 1 through 6. And I would also like to thank Brother Don and Brother Todd and Brother Mike and especially Dustin of uh, being our mentors this, this uh, summer. And when I was gone, or when actually when they were gone to Zambia, uh, the group and Dustin and Kendall left, so I was basically in charge of the youth, I guess, that week. And I got to spend time with Brother Mike and Brother Todd and it was it was a great time to be with them and fellowship with them and uh to be with Brother Don and ask him different questions and uh to hear him every Sunday. It's it's been a real joy of my life. And then Dustin, we which me and Dustin we've had some great times and it was we've uh I'm definitely gonna miss him, especially, you know, I lived with him, so we got to see each other, you know a lot, you know, 24/7 except for sleeping. So, um it's it's been a fun time and uh, we just we thank you Dustin for everything that you've done uh for us and through us. So, and so today in Ephesians 4 we're going to uh talk a little bit about what Paul says. And so if you would read along with me, it says as a prisoner for the Lord, and through all and in all. Will you pray with me? God, I just come to you uh tonight and I just say thank you, Lord. Thank you for uh just letting me come up here and to preach your word, God, and uh just Holy Spirit, just come and you are welcome here. You are always welcome in our presence, God, and just uh be with be with me tonight. But I just want to pray for this group uh tonight. God, that they will just uh, hear your word and it will not be me speaking, but it will be you. And I just thank you for everything that you've done in my life and what you're going to continue to do. And I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the first thing that pops out in my mind when I read Ephesians 4 1 through 6 is uh, verses 4 through 6. We see two, things that, two words that pop up, like, a lot. We see one, the number one, it pops up seven times. I don't know about you, I like numbers, so that, that kind of, you know, I like that, and I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. And then the word all, that pops up that pops up four times. And so when I'm reading that, and I'm thinking, you know, in three verses, if something pops up seven times and four times, I kind of want to pay attention to that. You know, and I think it's something that we need to look at, and God's really speaking something through that since he puts it so many times. So the first thing is, I'm going to talk about is, of who is God? Who is God? You know, that's, I mean, that could be, it's it's a pretty simple question. I mean, to some people, some people it might be a bigger question, whatever. But God is one, right? I mean, it says it right there is one God, one spirit, one body. And that just that's awesome to me, that there's one God. All right? I'm glad that it's not like, you know, in Greek mythology or whatever, you know, there's different gods, and they, like, one controls this over here, one controls this, and they sometimes they don't get along in Greek mythology. But in real life, we have one God, and he doesn't have to get along with anybody else because he is one. He is God, right? I mean, he is over everything. And that is awesome because it says right here, it says, he is over all and through all and in all. And, you know, that's, that's truth. That is so much truth right there. And that is life. And I've, I tell the students, like, all the time, I tell them, I say, speak life and speak truth, Right? And when we speak life and speak truth to others, I mean, it's, it's God coming out of us. And I always pray every morning, I always say, you know, Holy Spirit, speak through me today. Because I don't want to be speaking. You know, and I told them, I think it was the week that uh, Dustin and Kendall and some of them were gone. And I said, uh, I said, when the Holy Spirit's speaking to me, or whatever, I said, when, and when I gave my life to Christ, I said, I no longer live right? Luke Carter does not live anymore. And that is awesome, because I don't want to live. That's the thing, because Christ lives in me. And that's how we should be. And when we think of it, now God is one, and we want God to live in us, right? And when we give our life to Christ, that's, that's what happens. And so a few things of who God is, I want to read um, 1 John 5, 6 through 8. And it says this, This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And the three are in agreement. I mean, again, it's straight up truth right there and John just he says so much in those uh three verses and it's just so it speaks wonders to me and what i like of that it says uh, of blood and when we were at camp um we learned some songs at camp and i know the kids they're probably looking at me like oh we know what you're going to say but there's this song and it and it's one of my favorite songs now and the course goes it says the love that sought me the blood that bought me and it says oh the grace that brought me to the fold of god and i love that because i mean the blood the blood of jesus christ is i mean he bought me with his blood right i mean he died on the cross when he's hanging there he said it is finished it was done it was com- it was complete. And then he rose for us, right? So we can be with him. So as- so we can be one as God is one. And a few things I want to share of like who God is and what it says in the Bible and different things, I just have my God, my God created the heavens and the earth. He made everything, right? You can't really go... Anywhere without seeing something that God created. When you walk out, I mean, you see the trees, you see the grass. I mean, it's beautiful because God created it. And then God, he made Adam and Eve. He made them to be one and to be one with him. He made us to be one and to be as an image of God. Right? We are made of the image of God. And then God, he... He sent Abraham. He sent Abraham to be one of his servants, to be a follower of Christ. And he sent him, and Abraham listened. And then Moses. What I love is in Exodus, it says that God, he saw Moses face to face. And when Moses went to uh, the tent of meeting, is what he called it, and he said he, they met face-to-face and they, like they were friends. And I have a bracelet on. It says face-to-face. And at Williams, there was a uh, group from the IMB. They came, and they, their thing was face-to-face. But me and one of my best friends, we went in, and he was like, oh, that's a cool bracelet. He's like, well, I know it means this IMB thing, but when we thought of that, we thought of when Moses saw God face-to-face, and I can't wait till I meet my God face to face. It's just going to be so awesome because I made one with him and then when he calls me home, I will be one with him again and right there face to face with my creator. And then we also see that he sent his son to die on the cross like we said. I mean, he sent him to save us and that was You know, the Father, we always hear of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? He sent His Son to die for us, and then at Pentecost, He sent the Holy Spirit, right? He sent the Holy Spirit to come into disciples' lives, and in which then we see that John and Paul and uh, Peter they are all changed because of the Holy Spirit, because of God, and God He changed Paul's life, and He made him one. He He blinded him, and then He made him see. He made him see who he really was. And if and if think about it, if we didn't have Paul, Ephesians wouldn't be here, right? We wouldn't be reading out of Ephesians because God is one. He created us to be one with him. And so the Holy Spirit that's the Holy Spirit is what lives in us. When we accept Christ, when we become with him, we have the Holy Spirit. And so why we are here today is because of God. God brought us. God knew every he knows every single moment that's going to happen to us. I mean, he knows that I'm going to I'm up here You know, talking about him right now. He knew this before, you know, whatever. I mean, a week ago, Brother Don asked me to speak or to preach, and, you know, I didn't know what I was going to preach on or whatever. And God knew I was going to be preaching on Ephesians. He knew about all of this. And I just think that is so cool to think about that. So, we know, we see who God is, and God is one. And we know of the Trinity, you know, three in one. And sometimes that gets kind of complicated or whatever. But the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, it is one. It is God. And so now we're going to see how we can live with God, how we can become one. And like I said earlier of Adam and Eve, he created Adam and Eve to be one. But God wants us to be one with him. That's, that's the whole thing of love. God loves us so much. Yes, he sent his son to die for us and everything. And God, the whole thing of love is to be with him. That's true love, is God's love. And we know that the greatest commandment is love God and love others, right? And so we are to love him as he loves us and then to love others as well. And so in Ephesians 4, verse 1, it shows, it says, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. So this is Paul talking, and he says, As he is a prisoner for the Lord. And so what does that mean? How, how can you be a prisoner for the Lord? Well, I mean, first thing is, You have to be all in for Christ, right? You have to be all in for Him and to be His, to be His child. And you live for Christ. You don't live for anybody else. You don't live for anything else. You are His. You are His prisoner. Not like in chains or anything like that. But you are His forever to go on, to move, to tell others about Him, to be His, to be His servant. And so and then it says in verse 2 it shows it says be completely humble and gentle be patient bearing with one another in love Now those are three things that I mean be be gentle and be humble and be patient It's it's hard sometimes to be you know gentle and you know sometimes we want to be harsh or whatever and sometimes it's hard to be patient. I mean, my patience, sometimes it's it's very slim. You know, I don't really have great patience sometimes. But when you're a prisoner for the Lord, when you are God's, and you ask Him to give you patience, He will give you what you need. He will satisfy you. And so we see that in verse 3, verse 3 is a verse that just, just shows the whole thing of why be a prisoner for the Lord and then it shows why God is who God is, why he is one. And it shows, it says this, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. So unity. As we see, God is three in one, Right? He is united. He is one. He is God. And then also, we are to be one with Him. That's the first thing. We need to be one with Christ. All right? And so in Philippians 2, 2, it says this, Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one spirit and of one mind. I mean, we, we see the number one again twice of being of one mind, of one spirit. And that just that speaks wonders. I mean, we're to be one with Christ. I mean, God, he, he has called us to be one, to be his. He didn't call us to be separate. He made us in his image. So, I mean, he called us to be his, to be as one. And then the other thing is to be together, to be united as christians right to be as uh like we see in the bible it says of being like the body of how the body works so like as we are the body of the church we are one we are together we're not separate like say i was the hand and brother todd was a leg Right? I know we've heard this before, but like if I'm the hand and I'm over here and I'm doing my own thing, and brother Todd's the leg, and he's doing his own thing, you know we're not together. We're not after the same thing. We have to be as one. The church has to be one. And that's, I mean, not just Win Baptist Church, but every follower of Jesus Christ. For we are the church. We are His. And so, and we're after one goal, and that is to live the life, to go out and make disciples. And as a church, we are supposed to do that, right? We, you know, we might have differences, we might have different, uh, like, abilities or whatever, but when they are as one, then the pieces are together, and we will walk as one. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 12-14, it says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. So I mean that just I mean what I just said that's that's it. All right? We are of one body. We are of God's. So God is one, and we are one. When we have Christ, we are made one. We're not separate anymore. We are one, and that's what it is all about. And in uh, Galatians five twenty five, this is one of my favorite verses. Uh, God has shown this to me the last, like, last year, and it just speaks life to me every single time I read it. And it says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And, I mean, that's just, it's so much truth. You know, the whole Word of God is truth, right? I mean, it is truth. It is life. That is the main, this is the source of life, now, God is life, and God is the one who spoke through these people to write his word. And so, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So, like, say, you know, you take somebody's over here. Say you're, you're learning to dance, okay? You're learning to dance, and you're looking at somebody, and they take a step, and then you take a step, Right? If you're learning how to dance, they're teaching you something and you're doing everything they they do, right? You're mimicking them. But if the spirit, if the spirit takes one step, you know, we're supposed to follow him and be right there with the spirit. Like it says, it says step by step with the spirit of God. And so, you know, the spirit might he, he might be saying something to you If He's speaking to you, it is our responsibility, it is our duty, whatever, to do what the Spirit says. We're supposed to follow Him in everything. right? Because the Spirit's not going to lead us astray. It's God. It's God. And when we listen to the Spirit, we will continue to live by the Spirit. We will keep going and we will do what God wants us to do. And we will not mess up. Because like I said, it is God, God's leading us. And so in Acts two, forty four through forty seven, it says this all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to one to, to anyone who had who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And if you're in a 242 group, you talked about this last week. For me, I get the opportunity to be with the students on Tuesdays and then have my own 242 with Mr. Kirk on Wednesday. So, I mean, I get like a double dose of it, you know. It's pretty cool. I get to learn from the students and then... I get to, you know, learn from the other college students, but then I get to have my input in it too, and know what's going on. And so this I mean it's, this is, it's, it hits it head on of, I mean, the main thing to be as together, to be as one, you know, they were together, and they fellowship together, they broke bread together, not separate, but together, as one. As they are with Christ, and just these verses, they they um, really just teach me of like doing life together with someone. Uh, I have my best friend Morgan. I uh, I met him uh, this past semester at Williams, and he is a blessing to me. And you know, I was praying for somebody to. I was praying. I was like, God, can you? I just need somebody to just be in sync with. And it was crazy because like we started talking in different things and talking about God's word and like he said something and I was like, dude, I was thinking the same thing. No, I was thinking exact same thing. And he was like, yeah, because we are one. We are one. We are the same mind because we have Christ in us. And it was just so awesome. And uh, like this this summer, I talked to him like every day to stay in contact. And I'm telling you, you need somebody in your life to do life together. You need somebody. it Being a spouse or a best friend or something, you need somebody to do life. Because it is awesome. You have just so much fellowship together. And it just it speaks wonders. And so, uh, tonight, we talked about being, or seeing God as one, and He is one. And then we saw of us being one, of being together with Christ, first and foremost, as one with Him, and then also as a church, as a family, because we are His. If, you know, I... I am saved, and somebody else is, we are family. Now, we are together. Now, we are brother and brother, brother and sister, whatever. And that's, it's, that's what it's all about, is being one with Christ, being united. And so, I just want to challenge you tonight to go out and be one. Love each other. Love God. Love others right and it's it 's awesome when you are filled with the spirit you know this past this this past year it 's just God has just he 's spoken wonders to me, and it 's been amazing you know i 'm just so close to God, and every day if I don 't have a day of like my quiet time i get i 'm just like man i didn 't get my quiet i 'm like angry with myself. Because I didn't make time to spend with God. And like Brother Don said last week or a couple weeks ago. Of uh, always being with the Lord. Having conversation ongoing. And this past week, that's what I've tried to do. Was just, I'm just like, God, I want to be with you. I don't want to just pray to you in the morning and at night. I want to talk to you every day and then. And you talk back to me, you know. And so I challenge you to go out and be the church, be united with God and then with your brothers and sisters. Let's pray. God, I come to you again tonight, and I just just say that you are just so wonderful, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here and to always be with us. And you are great. You are wonderful. You are, God, you are the great I am. And all I want to do is be with you, Lord. To just fall in love with you every single day of the rest of my life. To be so in love with you that nothing else will catch my eye, that I will just be focused on you, Lord. And I just, I want to say thank you again for Wynn Baptist, just uh, for putting them in my life, Lord, and for uh, letting me just have so many memories and you just changing my life from them and their lives through us, God. And you are... Just so great, and I love you oh so much. In Jesus' name, amen.